Amen. Are you there, Jeremiah 31? Are you there? Are you there? I'm not sure you are. If you are there, can we stand as we honor God's word in this house? Those who know, know that I don't, you don't read the scriptures sitting. You honor God's word. Um, Jeremiah 31 and then verse 11. The Bible says, for the Lord will redeem Jacob and will ransom him from the hand of E that is stronger than him. That's a prophecy. That was Jeremiah speaking. Now very quickly turn to Matthew 20 and verse 28. Matthew 20 and verse 28. Matthew 20 and then verse 28. Right. And the word of the Lord says, this is Jesus speaking. And this, this might look like what is our anchor verse, even as a house. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Can I have an amen? amen. The Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom unto many. For a few minutes this morning, this morning, a very few minutes, I believe God is going to help me. Amen. For a few minutes this morning, some people are saying amen more than they were saying before. Amen. I'm going to speak into us on the ransomed of the Lord. The ransomed of the Lord. We're going to take a journey through that discourse to find out what happened at Calvary. Uh, at the end of this journey, you would understand fully what the gospel represents, what Jesus has done for you, and you will never in your life again fear a devil. Are you, are you following me? Never in your life again fear witches in your village. Many of you don't go home. You don't go to your villages because witches have sent you out. Praise the Lord. Uh, but, but I want to tell you that you will conquer and you have conquered. Glory to God. But after this teaching, the Bible says you will know the truth and the truth shall set you free. We're going to be speaking on the ransomed of the Lord. Look at your neighbor and say the ransomed of the Lord. Shall we pray? Father, thank you because the entrance of the word give light, give understanding unto the simple. Father, as your word go forth, O oh God, let the purpose of sending your word be fulfilled. Daddy, I make my tongue the pen of a ready writer, and I write the word of life upon the spirit of your people. After now, O oh God, make us better people. Let us walk according to your counsel and our mandate for our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Please have your seat in God's presence. Be very comfortable. It's your father's house. Be very comfortable. It's your father's house. Be in a place where you cannot be disturbed. Be in a place where you can just learn. Because we just learn in God's word. Amen. Jeremiah 31 verse 11 was where we started from. I'm going to start my discourse from that prophecy of Jeremiah. And right almost at the middle of the prophecy of Jeremiah, which has 66 chapters, right there at the middle was centralized this sentence. And this sentence just is like the epicenter of all that Jeremiah was prophesying about. And he said, And the Lord shall redeem Jacob. And ransom him from the hand of he who is stronger than him. Now Jeremiah was a very profound prophet. Jeremiah was an elucidated prophet. He was someone who knows what he was talking about. He was not a prophet uh, that you take to Papeni. No, that's not that kind of prophet. He was a prophet of his days. And here was he offering a message of hope to a people. Because you see, uh, Israel at that time were in bondage. Just like Nigeria that you are seems to be in bondage. So if Jeremiah was to be in Nigeria today, he was going to say, and the ransom of the Lord, <laughs> and the Lord will ransom us, uh, even from the hand of them. It will not be they, it will not be him, it will be them who are stronger than this nation. Amen. 
But why would God need to ransom Jacob? We must seek to understand the past and the present of these people. So, Jeremiah said, and the Lord shall ransom. Is that not redeem Jacob and ransom him? That word shall speaks of an expectancy. It's not something that has happened. It's a prophecy that's going to be fulfilled. It's a predicted future. So God was saying, this is going to be my plan. I'm going to redeem and ransom you. It means God was saying to them, I'm going to buy you back. You see that word redeem? That word ransom actually means similar things. And what does it mean? It means to buy back. It means to buy back. It means to buy back. God was saying, I'm going to buy you back. I'm going to save you and deliver you from the consequences of your disobedience. You see that? He said, I'm going to save you. I'm going to deliver you. So when you hear the word ransom, it means you have been bought. And that's why we say the ransom now is Jesus bought. Because we've been bought. Amen. If you are born again, you have been bought. But as a problem student of the Bible, I went further and I asked the Lord this question. What does it mean? Why do we, you have to ransom us? He said to me, for there to be a need for redemption, there must first be the need, there must first be the reality of enslavement, of subjugation. So people must first of all be enslaved before you talk of them being ransomed. Do you understand that? Therefore, the story of Christ ransoming us is the story of how a reigning being, a reigning being became a slave and now by grace we were restored to our kingly position. Do you understand that? i say that again. The story of Christ ransoming us is the story of how a reigning being became a slave and how by grace we were restored to our kingly position. Don't forget this is your father's house. If the word eats you, you can stand up and just go crazy. Do you understand? Do you understand? You can just shout. You can scream. You can leave all those forming for the streets. This is your father's house. Amen. We cannot begin the story of ransom prize without first talking about the book of the beginnings, Genesis. And the Bible says in Genesis chapter 1 and then beginning from verse 26, God said, let us make man in our own image, after our own likeness. And the very first thing you will say, you see that God said, is that so that they may rule. So reigning was God's first intention. He said, let us make man in our image after our own likeness. He said, so that they may rule. Do you see that? So we were made to reign. That's God's first intention. He said, that we may rule over livestock, over all things. And the Bible says, and so God created them in his own image. And the Bible says he didn't stop there. And so God blessed them. So apart from you being created in that image, God also blessed you. So you see, if a man of God bless you, if prophet or a devil bless you, I know the way some people will begin to walk here. They will begin to walk like, yeah, I carry the blessing. But God himself pronounced the blessing upon your life. Amen. He pronounced the blessing upon your life. So you are blessed beyond the cause. You have the blessing. But how is it that we still needed to be redeemed? That's the question. How is it that despite the blessing, we still needed redemption? The man God created was a full force man. He was a man reigning and in dominion. But he became subjected to certain things. You see, God told him, God told Ab Adam and Eve in the garden, God spoke specifically to Adam. He said, of every fruit in this garden you may take, he said, but don't take of that. But the man took of that. Now, because he took of that, uh, that is what you call disobedience. Amen. Disobedience. God gave a commandment uh, 
And then they did what? They disobeyed the commandment. Somebody said, I don't know what sin is. Hello. Sin is actually going against the commandment of God. Anytime God gave a command to you and you do contrarywise, that is sin. Do you understand? Because God said, don't take this. It was a command. And they did something contrary. So from that time, we have been in subjection. And I want to run quickly here. We have been in subjection from that time. Now, Abraham, Jeremiah that we started from in Jeremiah 31 referred to that subjection as he who is stronger than him. One person. I believe from reading scriptures uh, that we have been subjected by the reason of sin to certain forces. And I want to list four forces tonight. Sorry, this morning. I have been preaching tonight for a long time. I have to get used to <laughs> preaching this morning. Amen. Alright, so this morning, I want to tell us uh, from this morning, certain things that are bondages. You see, the moment you are born, the moment they gave back to you, every man on earth is subjected to this bondage. Amen. And you won't say amen to that because it's a bondage. But it's the truth. It's a reality. Whether we like it or not, it doesn't matter. It's a principle. It's the truth. And I'm going to list to you four bondages. Whether you are born a Caucasian, a black, you are born in America, born in Nigeria, you are born by a rich parent, or you are disowned by your rich uncle, it doesn't matter. Every man is in this bondage. I'll tell you number one. It's the bondage of lust. Evil desire and enticement. The bondage of lust. The bondage of lust. James chapter 1. You begin to read from verse 13. James chapter 1 and then from verse 13. He said, Do let no man say God tempted me. He said, because God does not tempt anyone with evil. He said, every man is tempted when he is drawn by his own lust. And Bible says, when lust, lust then leads to what? Leads to sin. And when sin is fully fulfilled, it leads to death. Can you see that? So you see, what causes temptation is not the devil. In that scripture, don't listen to what people tell you. In that scripture, the Bible says, and every man is drawn by the devil. Listen to me, by the devil, by his own lust. You see, many times things you and I say is the work of the devil, you are going to be surprised that in heaven, even the devil will be ending for the first time. Say, you say, I've not had this before. No, I was not there, God. Why? Because it was your own evil desire, it was your lust. These are not the works of the devil. They are the things that lead to so much madness in our world. Galatians chapter 5, 19 to 21. Paul began to speak about these things. He called them the works of the flesh. Sexual immorality. Impurity. Every man who is unregenerated is subjected to these things. Therefore, when you see a man who behaves like a goat, following every woman around, and you are saying, oh, he's not a good person. No, it's because he's not regenerated. He's in this bondage. Recently, there is a dog trending. Glory to God. The dog trending. If you are in Lagos, you know the dog trending. Amen. Oh, that is again the works of the flesh. You can see. Lost for money. That's lost. People go because they are enticed. I tell people this. As much as we shout freedom and declare that we are free, there is not a generation that is as bound as ours. A people addicted and bound to entertainment, alcohol, sex, selfish ambition that's this generation but that is a people who are all regenerated and then number two, the bondage of sin listen over time we have become powerless as men the standard of God himself has not dropped 
the list of failures amongst men is as much as the list of the people who have ever lived in the world. David was called, God said, David, a man after my own heart. Glory to God. But the man after his own heart was, was one day sitting down and found a woman <laughs> uncladded. And he said, bring him to the king's palace. Bring her to the king's palace. That's a man after God's own heart. Solomon was a king chosen by God. Yet, 700 women, the man was still testing. I'm not sure to you that you use up to 700 phones. How do people cope with 700 women? You can see, that's the bondage. Noah, the man, Bible says, found grace with God. Yet, the first time Noah went out, he was drunk. Samson, the only man in the Old Testament that the Bible says the Spirit came mightily upon. The holy man. You know how he ended. And the more we fail to live to God's standard as a people and as a generation, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. All right. So the more we fail, and then you know what we say to ourselves? Now my voice looks very tiny, like I'm singing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So these people don't really have voice like that. The way they tune it. Amen. Or if I sing it, we will end this service. <laughs> but you know what we do? The more we fail to live to God's standard, the more we reduce the standard. Do you understand that? So when, when I was growing up, there were certain clothes who ladies don't wear because they are underwears. But freedom has made them to wear it outside now. So we are changing the standard. Why? Because of the bondage of sin. Romans chapter 5 verse 13 To be sure, sin was in the world before the law was given. But sin is not charged against anyone's account where there is no law. The Bible says in Romans chapter 4 verse 15 Where there is no law, there is no transgression. And the Bible says uh, in Romans chapter 3 verse 9 what shall we conclude then? Do we have any advantage? Not at all. For we have already made the chart that the Jews, the Gentiles alike are all under the power of sin. You can see this. That's a bondage. Everyone is under that power. Let me say this to us. Sin is not subject to the definition of the word. Can I tell you that? Sin is not subject to the definition of the word. So it does not matter how they define pornography. It does not matter. Do you understand that? Sin is not subject to the definition of the word. It is subject to the definition of God. Therefore, because God is unchanging, whatever he calls sin 4,000 years ago, my brother, is what he calls sins even today. <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> I thought we were changing in technology. It doesn't matter. What he called sin 4,000 years ago is still what he calls it now. Number three, bondage, the bondage of death. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 15. The Bible says Jesus came so that he can free those who are all their lives held in slavery by the fear of death. Held in slavery. Have you seen that many people are afraid of death? Almost everyone is afraid of death. Almost everyone. That's why they reach their houses, they have dogs, they have, they have dogs, they have um, security friends, they have CCTV cameras, they have soldiers, they have bouncers. And you are going on the road because you are not so afraid because you don't have so much money. But the moment you also have so much money, the bouncers will come and meet you themselves. 
to everyone. Even the kings don't want to die. Do you understand that? Afraid and in bondage to death. But you know what? Death is the leveler. It is that monster that takes both the, both, both the rich and the poor. The weak and the powerful. A man through science and technology have not been able to stop death. And we cannot because man is under that bondage. The bondage of death. Bible says in Romans chapter 5 verse 12, Therefore just as sin entered the world through one man, death entered through sin. And in this way, death came to all people. If Adam did not sin in that garden, death would probably not be in the world today. But the moment he sinned, he opened the door for that monster called death to come upon all men. And we are all under that bondage. And then number four, finally, is the bondage of Satan. The earth was made for man and not for the devil. The only way the devil has been able to run riots is because man gave him the key. Man gave him the authority. The moment Adam disobeyed in the garden, he gave power and the charge of the world to the devil. When you look at the world, you see a people tossed to and fro. Therefore, there is nothing the people of the world, anybody who is not regenerated, ask that you should envy. Can I say that to you again? There is nothing that those who are all regenerated have that you should envy. Because you are above them in all things. The Bible says in Luke chapter 4, the devil has this key. It's not about us lying to ourselves. He said to Jesus, he said the devil took him to a high place and said, bow, look at all the glory of the heart. He said, I will give it to you. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. If you will bow, I'll give it to you. It will not be a temptation if he was lying. He was saying truth. He was in deception. He had it all. Therefore, I tell people that the devil will be a bad devil if he cannot give money. The devil will be a bad devil if he cannot give power. Because how will he do recruitment? The reason you are in your job probably is because they are paying you. Not because you love your, love your boss, boss. You don't pray for him every morning. All things being equal. Or you know he pays your bill. So you are praying for him. The same way the devil is involved in the world and people will gladly go and surrender to the devil because he has a great recruiting resource. It's called power and money. Therefore, when believers don't understand these things, they are moved by what they should not be moved by. Are you following me here today? Are you following me here today? Let me now say this to you. We are not under any of this bondage if you are a regenerated believer. Can I have an amen? I thought you are going to rejoice. Sir. If you are a regenerated believer, you are not under any of this bondage. But if you are, oh God. Oh, let me say, oh no. Oh no. The Bible says in Isaiah 35 verse 10. Isaiah 51 verse 11. It says, and the ransom of the Lord shall return. With, they shall return with everlasting joy upon their head. He said they will obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sign shall flee away. Why will they receive and obtain joy and gladness? Why? Because they are free. Because they are at liberty. Because they are not under these bondages. That's why they will obtain joy and gladness. That's why they come back rejoicing. Today, I want to tell you as I close, the nature of the ransomed people. The nature of the ransomed people. Listen, that means I said all of that to say this. Glory to God. Look at your neighbor and say, are you still here? The nature of the ransomed people. 
You see, if you understand the nature of the ransom people, you will never, you will never be under any bondage for two minutes in your life. Two minutes. Look at him and say, two minutes. Two minutes. It's not possible. Now, let me start by talking to you about what you call the nature. Many years ago, I went to a place, a zoo, a zoological garden, and was seeing a lion in his, in his cage. And me and certain clowns, <laughs> we started shouting, screaming, shrieking, so that we can make the lion afraid. And we shouted. You know, the way you take a stone on the floor, and then the way you take a stone for a goat, what happens? Oh, Jack, you understand what I'm saying? The goats will disappear. Why? Because the nature of that goat, that's the nature. But you see, when we did all of that, we put to the floor, we all look like house. And after a while, the lion yawned. I mean, we were born in the lion. You know why the lion could do that? The nature, there is no fear in the nature of the lion. There is no fear. It, it is not that the lion cannot be afraid. No. There is no fear in the nature of the lion. So you can't shoot him. Let me say this to you. The lion is not the most powerful animal in the forest. In the bush. It's not. There are animals more powerful. But they are not as bold and as fearless as the lion. The reason the lion is called the king of the jungle is because there is no fear in him. Are you following me? There is no fear. There is a nature the ransom must have. It is not that you begin to pray to get into it. The lion was not praying for fear to go. You know some of you pray for that. Oh Lord, I'm not going to be afraid. Listen, the cure to anxiety is revelation. It is not prayer. Are you following me? Are you following me tonight? <laughs> this morning, glory to God. There is a nature in Christ. And the first thing that nature does to you, number one, are you writing? I told you you have to follow me for four weeks because this series is in four weeks. Are you understanding that? Number one is that they are free and not in bondage. They are free and not in bondage. Jesus makes a powerful statement in John chapter 8 and then verse 36. He says, so if the son sets you free, who is the son? He was talking about himself. If George, and George is saying it, if George makes you rich, you are rich. You'll be looking, who is George? Who is George? Here was the son of God himself. He said, if the son, he didn't say if I, he's not a proud guy. <laughs> he said, if the son sets you free, he said, you shall be free indeed. See, if he had finished his as you shall be free, it was okay. That word indeed means truly so. Is a word of emphasis. He's saying, there will not be one thing in your life that is in bondage. Son makes you free. If he sets you free, you'll be free indeed. Listen to this. The icon of God is freedom. You are bought with a price. Refuse to be under any yoke. You are not in bondage to lost sin or death. I'm bought with a price. Look at your name and say, I'm bought with a price. Say it again, I'm bought with a price. You are not saying something that I said you should say. You are saying what Paul said. A revelation he got and he said it. 1 Corinthians chapter 7 and then verse 20. He said, You are bought with a price. He said, Therefore, do not be yoked in your spirit, soul, and body. He said, You are bought with a price. You are bought with a price. 
Listen, the price was paid at Calvary. Before they bore you, they don't pay him. It's not something we'll pay, he's paid it already. Do you understand that? If I, I remember those days in the church that we used to do a lot of voucher with my friend. You know what we do? They give us vouchers. And then we give some people vouchers. You know, I was like the big boy because I had the vouchers. So they go to shop right and they just go there and they take things and they walk out. Why? Somebody had paid before them. You can walk out in life without payment because somebody had paid the price. You are no longer bound to anything. By the spirit inside of you, you can have dominion over sin. I remember when I was a student in the University of Illinois, and you know, some of us are so blessed. So, I used to have a lot of ladies walking around me and all of that. Hallelujah. And, and, and so, I was also like, okay, I was the president of my department. And so, we go to school, and then I was with this lecturer. He said, ah, president! President! All these girls, president! Why? Because he's yoked. Young people think everybody is yoked. Therefore, when they see you, they say you are doing what they are doing because they are yoked. They are in a yoked kingdom. So they think everybody is in that kingdom. But because I was bought with a price and I am delivered, I tell people we can even see them naked and walk away. When we say fashion bora, it's not because you are affecting us. It's because we think you are insane. Oh, you don't like that? Too deep. Praise God. Number two. Let me move on. They are righteous. Now you need to get this number two. They are not going... It's not that they are going to be righteous. They are what? Righteous. They have been imputed with righteousness. The very best. The very original. The quality. Not Nike. Nike. Not... Pilar, Pilar. Not Abibas, Adidas. Do you understand? Uh, uh, not Gucci, Gucci, you understand? The real original righteousness. How do I mean? Not the righteousness you obtained by yourself. It is God's own righteousness himself. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21. I love that verse. I love that verse. I love that verse. The Bible says he had made him who knew no sin to become sin so that you and I can become what? The righteousness of Christ. You know you have never gotten that verse. You have never. How do I know? If you have gotten it every time they read that verse, you'll be dancing. And I'll show you tonight. I'll show you this morning. Let me use your phone. The Bible says he has done what? He has made him who knew no sin to become sin so that you can become what? Righteousness of Christ. And Pick. What have I done? I've given him a phone. Right? Is that so? We behave like what God did was to give us righteousness. That's not what the right Bible says. He has imputed it unto you. He has made him so that you can become. So take. That's what people believe. Therefore, give me the phone back. 
Therefore, they believe that God can actually do a transaction and just be collecting the phone back. Follow me. But what God did was that to make him a phone. So, give me the phone. Give me the phone. So, if God says, give me the phone, I want to take it back. He has to take you completely. Because you have become. So, when they call you, they are not calling God righteous. They are not two different things. You have become the embodiment of righteousness. And because you abuse somebody on the road, and then you begin to pray, the devil tells you, uh uh-uh. uh, hey Baba, hey Baba, now you they do this. <laughs> you know, if you pray, <laughs> you know, there's the way the devil sings like I do. <laughs> and you'll be hearing the laugh. Hey, the laugh is called the accuser of the brethren. As you are praying, tongue so loud, the laughter is coming, ringing. And you know, ah. Eventually, you begin to calm down from and then you begin to meditate on it whether God is hearing you. Why? Because you felt that He gave you, He actually made you the righteousness of Christ. So, from today, what God has decided to do is that when He looks at you, He sees you from the lens of Jesus' blood. Let me explain it the way you will get it. Do you wear shades? Do you wear shades? All those dark shades, dark shades, all of that. Anyone with a dark shade here? I know, I know. Let me see. Let, give me, give me, give me, give me that. Thank you. Ah, this will make me funny. This is woman's own. Give me that one. That will make me a little bit uh, funky. In case they snap it. And then they have to use it. They will say that your pastor is a funk. You know, glory to God. Come on now. Aha. Listen, you know that the moment I put this on my face, all of you became more, all of you became darker. So it wasn't that you were wearing white, it's just because you became darker. Do you understand what I'm saying? So everything I see, I see from the lens of this dark frame that I'm wearing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Therefore, when I look at you, even though you might be wearing yellow or you may be light in complexion, there is a dark thing that I see. Ah, oh, yeah, so dark. Why? Because I am seeing you from this. God has permanently put the frame on his head, the frame of Jesus and the blood. So whenever he sees you, he sees red. He sees the blood of his son. Anytime he sees you, he sees the blood. Jesus, that's what he sees. He never sees you. He never sees your name. He sees your Jesus inside of you. It's the lens he has chosen to wear. It's the reason you are called the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Let no devil under the heart or heart in your village tells you you are not good enough to come boldly. Little wonder Hebrews told us, Hebrews 4, 16, say, come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. How can you, a mortal man, come boldly to the throne of grace? In the Old Testament, they don't even try. They enter once in a year. But he has made a way by his own body. By his own body. By his own body. Glory to God. Don't let no devil tell you nonsense. Amen. Number three, they are sons, not slaves of God. You are not a slave of God. 
It died to take you away from slavery to sonship. Your legal position is to be a son of God. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are sons of God. For you have received the spirit of adoption by whom you cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then yes, yes of God and joint ears with Christ. What that means is that what God Jesus has access to, you have access to it. It may not sound religious, but it is the truth. Is it that you believe the Bible or you leave it? Joint ears means what? Joint ears. It didn't say co ears. When we say co ears, it means you can take 20%. I take two. That's not co ears. Joint name. Ayah. Whatever he has access to, you have access to it. Therefore, don't let the devil tell you it's not his will. If you can find it in God's word, God's word is his will. God's word is his will. It is God's will that you be healed. It is God's will that you be rich. It is God's will that you have all things and are bound. It is God's will that though your beginning be small, your latter should greatly increase. It is God's will that you have understanding and knowledge. Bible says they took notice of what being with Jesus has done to them. It's not God's will that you fail. Wisdom is part of your inheritance. Is someone listening to me? Number four, you are alive to God. You are what? <laughs> ah, you see, the day I found out that I was alive to God, there was nothing that could shake me out of it. I stopped waiting to get home for God to speak to me. I stopped waiting to be in church for God to speak to me. I love the assembly of God's brethren. It's important, but I understand. That wherever I go, I carry him. I'm alive to God. Death that happened at Genesis chapter 1, as God promised, after the sin in 3, Genesis 3, what happened was that they were separated from God. But right now, you are united with God. You don't understand. You are united with the creator of the world. You don't understand. You are united with him that moves all the hands that moves the world. The hearts of kings and princes are in his hands. Like a course of a river, he turns it wherever he pleases. And you are alive to him. I'm not dead to God. Tell yourself, I'm not dead to God. Somebody say, hey, why would I pray and know that that is the person I should marry? You are not dead to God. You see, it is what you say that becomes your reality. I hear God. I'm not dead to God. I enter into his family meeting almost every day. <laughs> Therefore, having boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his own flesh. Hebrews chapter 10, 19 to 20. By grace are you saved. And he has raised up together and make us sit together with him even in the heavenly places. Ephesians chapter 2 and then verse 5. Where are you seated? Where are you seated? Where are you seated? The only reason I can leave the heavenly places is if they can get Christ to leave the place. Because Bible says, with Christ. <laughs> so wherever he is, I am. <laughs> wherever he is, I am. He said, as it is, so are we in this world. <laughs> Somebody say, begin to pray so that you can get there. Don't waste your time. 
This is the revelation of God's word. You shall know the truth and the truth that you know will make you free. <laughs> Alive to God. Alive to God. Look at your neighbor and introduce yourself. Say, I am judge. Say, I am physical. I am seated with Christ in heavenly places. You are not seeing me. My spiritual position is higher than my family line, than my village. The things I control, they are not from here. <laughs> you know that street word, they are not from here. <laughs> no, number five, they have what? Eternal life. Kabosh. Listen. Paul got that revelation and he said, do not sorrow like they that do not have hope when somebody dies. See, because they did not die. They have only exchanged kingdoms. You see, the problem about being born again is that you cannot die. Do you understand that? That's, that's one problem. You cannot die. Even when they are crying, you have relocated. Listen to this. When a born-again believer dies, I don't care what, at what age, when we cry, we cry because we are going to miss them. It's because, you see, in truth, they are in a better place. And if you are persuaded about this reality, we will stop crying certain cries. Eternal life. It also speaks about the quality of life that is possible. It's not only about the longevity of life, it's also about the quality of life made available. This Zohei made available for us. We are not dead, we are alive to God. We are not dead, we are alive to God. Glory to God. For God so loved the world that he did what? That whosoever believes, do you believe? What do you have? Eternal life. Ha <laughs> ha. Eternal life. Eternal life. Romans chapter 6 verse 23 told us that the wages of sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life. You can't buy it. Stop trying to obtain by works the things that faith has made available. Stop trying to obtain by works the things that faith has made available. Number six, they have inheritance in God. I want to run here. They have an inheritance in God. Whatever the Father asks is yours. You are not called out to be beggarly. You see all this begging thing you, you do. Some people do. I know they are not here. They do on WhatsApp status. They say, ah, God, I need a shoe. I, I don't know whether you have met them before. If you need a shoe, talk to God privately. God does not read WhatsApp status. Are you following me? Because for you to be on WhatsApp, you must have a phone number. And God does not have phone numbers. Don't let those fake prophets deceive you. I mean, keys are coming from heaven these days. And they are being sold. Are you following me? This revelation to understand certain revelations. Amen. Listen to this. You have an inheritance in God. And I found out in the story of the prodigal son. That's such an amazing story. 
The story of the prodigal son. Because many of us still behave like the prodigal brother. I call him the prodigal brother. Luke 15. The brother of the prodigal. It's not the, not the prodigal son. He's, he is a righteous religious guy. So let's call him the prodigal brother because he's a brother. You understand? He's a religious person. Now the prodigal brother was complaining in church. How was his complaint? The prodigal brother. His complaint was that he was complaining in church. Like some people also complain in church. You understand? He went to the father and said, I have served you all these days. This one collected all his inheritance. Left. Came back. You gave him ring. You killed the fatted lamb. I know a good man. He didn't say that, but that's what he was saying. I know a good man. And the father said this. Listen to what the father said. He said, all that I have, died. Do you understand? All that I have is dying. Do you get it? All that I have is dying. You are here complaining about Rago. You are here complaining about Ogufe. You are here complaining about the ram. All that I have is yours. There is nobody who understood the boy, the father, like the prodigal. The Bible says he took his inheritance and left. Wasted it and came back home. I thought he has taken all his inheritance. They now gave him a ring of authority. And they now did what again? They now killed the father calf. I said, please, sir. His intention was to ask to be taken as a servant. Is that not what his plan was? But the father no even allow him to make it talk. You no, know, he gets to a certain level. You no know, go preach in English, he cannot preach in English, so I go understand that. If I don't even make him talk, he just say, What are you talking about? I gave back to you. You cannot be a slave in this house. And I say to you, stop complaining about people. I'm not I'm the righteous people in church who are getting married. You know, many of you complain. When did that sister actually go born again? She's not getting married. The father said all that he has. Yes, including all the good brothers. You say he did not pray so much and God has given him a job. They are playing him in seven figures. And you, you cannot even get five figures. All that the father has. Yes. It's an attitude. It's a conviction you must have and possess. All that the father has is mine. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 13. Bible says he has given unto us all things that pertains to life and godliness. <laughs> Some things. Jesus was explaining it the way you will understand. He said, it too have you asked nothing in my name. He said, ask and you will receive that your joy I tell people, if there is still something causing you sorrow, it means that there is still a request that you need to save the Father. Number seven, they have been given authority. You may not be as powerful as the devil, but you have authority he doesn't have. Can I say that to somebody again? You may not be as powerful as the devil, but you have the authority he doesn't have. <laughs> Power is useless without the authority to use it. 
People who read law will understand this better. And people who did science and technology will also understand it good. Because they know what power is. Power is good. But without the authority to use it, it is useless. <laughs> ah, if you are a Jesus son, a Jesus lady, then you are under his authority. Luke chapter 10 verse 19. He said, I give you authority over powers. Get tread upon scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy. And nothing shall by enemies hurt you. He said he has given you the authority. He has done what? He has given you the authority. I need to explain this with two good examples because you see, this is very important because many people just run from every devil. I don't understand what you're saying. So it's important we, 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 we make this very clear. I know you know a man by the name of Erufai. You know him. I, I'm not a political. This is not a political church. I don't care what happens tomorrow, it's not my business. I just want to use him for an example here. And that. Uh, and <laughs> Erufai, if you have ever seen him or his picture, is a very short man. Very, very short man. He was made the FCT minister in the days of Obasanjo. The man went down pulling down buildings that were illegal. And just destroying everything. When they see Erufai caterpillars, they know there's no talk. He's going to pull it down. Why can that short person be able to do all of that? I tell people, I say, in the issue of ministers in Nigeria, there has not been a minister that understands his authority like Erufai. The newspaper will be shouting. Everybody will be screaming. They'll take him to court. He has already pulled down the building. So we keep complaining. But he has done it. Why was he able to do all of that? Not because he has the power, but because he understands the authority he has been given by the president. Therefore, he can pull anything down that he wants to because he's restructuring the city. Listen to this. God has also given you that same authority. What have you been able to pull down, even your family? What have you been able to pull down? All you do is complain, like some ministers are complaining. You see the way this FCT is, is not okay. Do something. Use your authority. He has given you. Now, Dio, come. Dio, come. Dio. Dio. Do you believe that you can carry this year? Do you believe so? Why? You have the power to. Okay. Dio. You can carry this year. You have the power to. You are sure. Okay. Carry this year. Don't carry it. Don't carry it. No. Or you can carry it. Or don't carry it. Or you should not carry it. And I leave. Does he have power to carry this year? Have I given him authority to? No, right? So, you see the way he did, like he was going to carry the chair. But did he carry it? That's the way the devil does to you. He did like, but God has said that he cannot carry you. He has said, you can't carry him. But many of you, in the middle of the year, 
And when they ask you, what are you doing? I'm praying. And God is saying, that is not why I made prayers. There are things you should be pulling down. Stronghold of the devils. I have already put an edge around you. No, don't disturb yourself. Why? Let me say this to you. God has never and will never give the authority over a believer's life to the devil. He will never do it. He has never done it. And it will not happen. Your bondage is in your heart. God hasn't given the authority over any believer to the devil. Rather, Jesus gave us authority over him. I'll give you two more. Jesus did what? He said, when you wake up every morning, use your authority. Can I show you how? Can I show you how? When you wake up every morning, say, Father, I awake in your name. Every devil, demons, or his plan against my life, I hold them bound right now. And I enter into this day, and I receive the goodness that is in this day. I receive the favor that is in this day. Whatever be the caprices or devices of wickedness, is locked down. It cannot work. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I know it's going to be a blessed day. Amen. Amen. And I began to go. Remember what I taught you on the other side of the river? In Suhulere, you remember? You remember? I said to you that when you wake up, so wake up, say, ah, this, this Lagos will finish me. How many hours now? The money has already been Hey, Will I not take leave like this? is to leave this country. Somebody cannot make it here. It's hard. No, we slept 12. How can they say it is 5? My body is telling me it's just 2 hours. Oh no. And people, just as people who genuinely believe that there is something in Lagos that fasting the time at night. <laughs> you know what's going on here? Your mind. Your mind. When you wake up, though you feel that ache? Stand up and say, I reign today. I reign today. I'm a lion of the I'm a lion. I'm of the tribe of the lion of Judah. Then Rua. Rua means take authority. Take authority. He doesn't have authority over you. Can I say to you? In your family, he doesn't have authority over you. He doesn't. You have changed kingdom. When I even if they send you as an ambassador to Nigeria, from the US, from Ambassador in Nigeria to the US. Don't let's use US Nigeria. It's not okay. <laughs> Ambassador of the US to Niger- of Nigeria to the US. When you get to the US, if you misbehave, they cannot put you in prison. They can only send you back. Because they don't have the authority to do that. Because you are not their citizen. The moment you become born again, you change citizenship. Only Jesus has the right over you. Only God has the right over your life. Not stupid causes that you have been chasing around. Cause that's not my making. It's cause that's allow me making. You have been breaking these causes now. Every village, every pastor, every prophet, every mountain, every night. And it seems not change. Now they now give you a job. They are paying sixty thousand. Yeah, this cause is breaking. It's breaking. How many years will you continue like this? 
they will not tell you it's grace. It's work, so this is not grace. You have been working for this prayer. Revelation will set you free. Number eight, they have the Holy Spirit. They have God. I have the Holy Spirit. Ay, 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 ay. My body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. My body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. This, this man carries God everywhere he goes. When you get to a meeting, they have not met God. When you come in, God has come in. They don't need to say, let us pray. It doesn't, it doesn't have to wait till that time. When you come in, God came in. A carrier of God. If any man has not the spirit of Christ, he's not of him. You have the spirit of Christ. Romans chapter 8 verse 9. 1 Corinthians 3, 16, 6, 19 says you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. If the temple of God entered those house and that gun fell flat and they helped that gun so that that gun can stand upright and the next morning that gun tussles were broken, it's because it cannot stand against it. Don't worry about people trying to pull you down. You can't be pulled down. Can I say that to somebody again? You can't be pulled down. Do you believe that shout? Yes! yes! Stop behaving like you don't have anybody. You have God. The man was in the pool, by the pool. For many years, he said, I have no man. But Jesus came in and his story changed. Jesus is enough. Jesus is enough. Jesus is enough. Finally, they have the name of Jesus. You have the name that is above every other name. I know many of us, if they can just allow you to add Dangote to your third name, the way you'll be working will be different. Just say, Fisayo Adeniri Dangote. Fisayo Adeni or Tedola. You know there are names that open doors seemingly in Lagos. Do you know? Keneka, Keneka, Tinobu. See, you want that name? Lewis. Those are Lagos rich people. Listen. You don't need those names. Why? You have the name of Jesus. When we sing the name, the name of Jesus, it's not just because we are bored. It's because there's no name higher than that name. When you call that name, demons bow. When you call that name, bondage are set free. When you call that name, God comes on the scene. Because he has opened himself even unto death. Even the Lord is God has given him a name that is above every other name. That are the name of Jesus. Are the name of Jesus. Are the name of Jesus. Recently I was saying to social media that if I call you on the phone and I say, Jesus, Jesus. You will call and say, ah, 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 what's going on? Because you are beginning, we have put that name with danger. So when you are in danger, say, Jesus, Jesus. Normalize calling that name. Get used to calling that name. Sit down and just romance that name. You know how you love someone and just say, Lami day, oh, Lami day, oh, Lami day. You see, there's a way you can love Jesus. I just go, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. You see, 
what we call prayers are not just prayers. What God is calling us to is going on here. What is calling us to is fellowship. And fellowship means a higher level of calling, a deeper intimacy to God. You just sit down with God, not praying in tongues 40 hours a day. That's not what I'm talking about. You just begin to romance the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus. And you hear it here. It's too harsh. I'm calling it like I call it like a Kurdu voice. No, sorry. Sorry, please. <laughs> I'm calling like 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 those boys in the park. Say, Jesus, let me make it sweet. Jesus. You hear it, you feel it. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I don't know whether you had that original song. The person that sang it, he was so sweet. Jesus, Je- ah, he was entering my heart. Why you will understand it was from the place of love. Spend time with God. Spend time with Jesus. Koinonia. Spend time with Jesus. Get used to calling that name. 